Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of the Culture Nerd Podcast. Uh, this week, uh, episode five, we are going to be talking about the perils of blindly following internet scoopers. And in fact, this is kind of an issue that's a little close to the, close to my heart about things that I feel that people just kind of need to hear. And um, it's not a bad thing to have a little skepticism nowadays. And I don't think a lot of people have it anymore. We're just blindly following whatever we hear, uh, letting them take advantage of our faith and our hopes. And honestly, it's uh, becoming a major issue. So sit down, let's talk about it. And uh, here we go. Hey, buddy. Taylor is fired up this week. You are fired up about this. This is something you've been stewing about for a while. Yeah. yeah. I asked you about um, this a little while ago. Like, what should we talk about? And you were like, oh, I, I've been thinking about this thing. And then today you were like, this needs to be addressed. Yeah. And I think it really just kind of, kind of comes down to how, uh, like I said, in a little interesting or like we have so many people nowadays who just come out of the woodwork and just blindly say things like, oh, this is happening or this is happening. And like, they're clearly doing it to garner clicks. Like you you have cert- some outlets, some people who will just like, I don't know, uh, for lack of a better term, just throw crap to the wall. And sometimes they don't even care to see what sticks. Well, let's um, get, let's talk about this. Uh, if, if, if you have no idea about this world, how does a person become a scooper? Who are the individuals that say that they are scoopers? Are they, where are they getting their information? Because I thought that at the end of the day, this information is only coming from the individuals in these projects. So unless you personally know someone on those projects, how would they be getting these scoops? Literally that. I feel like that's the question that a lot of people aren't asking because you have all of these individuals, right? Who, um, and mind you, some of the, the best internet scoopers and the most accurate ones are the ones who don't give their name, right? You've got these people online on these Twitter accounts that are, um, they have a level of anonymity to them that you can kind of take that as, a, okay, I can see why, because they're clearly dealing with multi-million dollar secrets. So of course they're not going to get out and just flat out be like, oh, by the way, uh, this is my name. This is who I am. And by the way, my reputation is now on the line because I'm doing something that's going to clearly piss off an entire studio. Like, but you have other people who will go out there and just be like, um, this is happening. This is happening. And just be dead wrong. Well, uh, there's, there's a, there's a larger point that you want to get to, but something that just stood out into my, in my mind as an individual that lives here in Los Angeles, if you blatantly lie about a project, and get something right, you throw something at the wall and it sticks, somebody is going to lose their job. Because when your boss asks you, how did this get out there? And you go, I 100% don't know. Well, your boss is going to say you're a liar because the website said they had an unknown source that 100% got it right. Right. Are, Are you aware of any things that were just thrown at the wall that stuck or any rumors early on that turned out Oh, that was real. Yeah, I mean, there there are definitely a lot of them, um, and there's a lot that kind of happened just behind the scenes. Um, and so, I mean, there's there's one issue that tends to happen a lot where it's just blatant speculation that turns out to be right. That's a real thing. Like, but that's have, different. But that's yeah. me and you saying, okay, 
Sega just said they want a big name Hollywood talent for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Guess what, everyone? Confirmed, Shadow the Hedgehog is going to be in Sonic 3. That's not, I don't have any information on that. That's just me thinking about like, well, they did Knuckles. They got to add the next bad guy who's not a bad guy. Like, that's just me thinking about that universe and kind of knowing about it. And have you seen Sonic 2 yet? Uh, I just started. I got through the shiitake mushroom planet. (laughs) I just got through it. Uh, So it is funny that you say that because the the post-credit stinger is Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay, great. I've I've seen 15 minutes of the movie, 15 yeah. minutes of the movie, and I was already like, oh, they're going to introduce the whole gang. That the right. cat's going to show up. Like, why would you not bring everybody in at this point? Right, and that, and I think that right there is kind of why I want people to like genuinely think about this, right? And there's a lot of scoopers that will that will kind of just go against logic, right? And I I, I honestly find. I get really upset with a lot of them because then I will get my DMs just flooded. Like, oh, this person said this. Can you confirm? I'm like, no, it's not real. This person said this. Can you confirm? Stop asking me questions. Just mute that outlet. That that outlet is nonsense. And there was even a point uh, where this last week, uh, there was one outlet that was just saying something that was really direct and really pointed like to fans. And uh, everyone got all riled up about it. Oh, like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. And then a actual account online uh, called big screen leaks um they're pretty fantastic because they will literally post actual leaks they will say oh this is happening because there's pictures to prove it and they're really good about it but they flat out were like um like yeah a blind acorn will every well every once in a while find a nut kind of thing they just a blind squirrel find an acorn every once in a while they just were like no that's not a thing and they just like straight up debunked this this whole report and a lot of people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, that means they're full of crap. And they're like, but they've been right before. And he's like, well, they kind of just said it themselves. You, you throw enough shit to the wall, eventually one or two scoops will, will be there. And a lot of the scoopers that are out there, they won't flat out say, oh, this is everything that I've gotten wrong. They'll just be like, look, I was right about this one thing. And they will shout at it to the point where that overshadows every other narrative. And that's how they keep their reputation is just by blatantly ignoring their failures and just dumping as much as they can much of their effort retweeting tweeting commenting podcasting just everything again and again just pounding it into everyone's heads that they were right about this one specific time and where do you think uh, i know where this comes from because there's monetary value and there is clout in these things which is part yeah, of it 100 uh, are you frustrated because do you feel like it makes you look bad that when the cultured nerd doesn't when when we don't then leak some information or can't jump on the bandwagon do you feel like it makes us look like we're not in the loop or do you think it makes because i know why you wouldn't do those things you're you're debunking them in real time but you also don't want to blow a bunch of people up online and go like hey this is all fake but how do we then let people know that oh maybe this outlet's not as reputable as you think they are I always tell people that time will tell uh, who's the liar and who's not. Like, that's just how, I, how I've always been. But we live in a society of instant gratification where you want an answer. There you go. It's on the Internet. Instant gratification. There's your answer. Right. That's right. that's the society we live in now where when you and I were kids, we would have uh, they would announce a movie and then we would hear nothing about it for about a year. We would hear 
nothing about it. And yeah. even, and sometimes you wouldn't even hear the announcement. You would, yeah. you would have to hear it through rumors on the schoolyard and wishing and thinking these things would become yeah. real. I remember when we found out that Spider-Man 2 was happening and it was because the trailer came out. We're like, oh my God, another one. Like that was literally how it was back then because they didn't have these major outlets. I think the only one at the time was that, uh, was it uh, Harry Knowles from uh, Ain't It Cool News or something like that. He was, um, he was like this, like the, the irony is that he kind of brought that mentality of the basement dweller neckbeard guy because that's who he was. He was that first guy who was overweight. He had the big beard, but he had industry friends everywhere and he would always just leak stuff. But unless you were paying attention to his specific outlet, there was no such thing as a scooper or a leaker. That was just, that was it. So he kind of was the first one, right? And most of the time, unless we heard it on the news or someone like, oh, this is happening in the entertainment, or I heard this this thing is being in production, you never heard about these things. Not and, normal Not normal people. Probably yeah. if you lived here or had someone in your family that was working in the industry, because when, you know, someone goes away for six months to film something, you would find out about it. Yeah. But I mean, no, normal people... As little boys in uh, San Diego, no, no one was telling us that movies were being made. Right. We we had no idea. And even I had family at Warner Brothers and they would just say like, we'd have like barbecues and be like, oh yeah, we're working on this new movie. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And that was like the entire conversation. I'm like, oh, cool. Another new movie. I'm excited about that. But we didn't like shout across the schoolyard. Guess what's happening now? Like that was never a thing. But ever since the days of social media and Twitter and uh, almost instantaneous connection with people has occurred it's now become like patience doesn't exist anymore because of that. Like you said, there's monetary gain, there's cloud, there's reputations. Like there are some insiders, some scoopers that would go onto Twitter saying nothing happens in Hollywood without me finding out about it. And you're like, wow, that's so arrogant because that's not how it works. That's right. not a real thing. Right. But you get this like mentality where scoopers are blindly trusted now. And there was there was one instance for recently. Just I'll, I'll point this out because this one I will bring up flat out because um, it was kind of a real thing. For the longest time, there was one scooper named Umberto Gonzalez who had a fantastic track record. He did everything correct. Um, he had a lot of things right. He had equal things about wrong, but he still had a lot of things right. Um, most recently on the wrap, he put out an exclusive saying that the the Hollywood Cheer Award and the, the fan favorite movies. Uh, Army of the Dead and Zack Snyder's Justice League were fake, right? He basically was like, these aren't real. Uh, the awards weren't real. The awards were created by bots. The fans didn't uh, actually succeed. Yeah, and I think he also, and I might be wrong about this, I believe he said the studio paid for it, correct? That the studio... Right. So he basically was like, the the whole thing was a sham. It was 100% created by these bots that were made out in here. But his whole article was like, this is what could have happened. This is what could have happened. Here's an expert that's saying, yeah, this could have also, like he, it was a lot of, I don't know, could have been, could have been, right? But then I think it was like Vanity Fair, like the next day, not even 24 hours later, flat out was like the studio or the Academy even said that going into this event, they were going to be filtering bots and there was going to be rules that prevented bots from voting. There was going to be rules that the account wasn't this amount of months old. It wouldn't be able to vote. Every account can only get one or two votes. Like they listed off all of their failsafes to prevent that from happening. And immediately all the tweets about it disappeared. All the, the insider info like dried up, like the whole thing just fell apart. Right. And that happens 
right? Because sometimes you get a bad tip or you get a bad scoop, or maybe even it's your own personal bias. You put out a scoop, you put out an exclusive, and it turns out to be nonsense. And that does happen. But for that 24-hour period, Twitter went rampant saying Snyder fans are toxic. Look, they're idiots. They made it bots. And then all of a sudden, silence. Because people blindly follow these individuals. They say, oh, this guy has a reputation. This guy's got clout. Let's follow him. And even when they're wrong, they go like, they fight to the death to say that it's real. It's interesting that this is such a personal example because as new to the wave of the Zack Snyder fans, they're very real. These are yeah. very real people. These are very real uh, opinions based on this. And there's a lot of support for him to do those things. It's interesting that this is being looped into bots and Twitter and manipulating of algorithms because I think that is the, I mean, I feel like that is the protocols that are having to be put in place so that we can feel like these things are genuine. Yeah. Uh, you've mentioned Vanity Fair. What are outlets that if I see something that says, uh, it really does say leaked information, if someone was going to get a scoop, what would be those outlets? The only outlets, when everyone asks me like, hey, who do you follow? Who do you trust? And I always say, just trust the trades. Variety, line, Vanity Fair, people like that. Follow the act, or the Hollywood Reporter, for instance, right? These people. Isn't have, it crazy that you have to say that? The Hollywood Reporter is going to report yeah. what's happening in the industry. And we're, and people yeah. that drink coffees and people that deliver newspapers at the studios, they tell these people things. Right. And. Like there's legitimate, there's legitimacy to these outlets because of who they are, because of how long they've existed, because of what they've been doing, because their proximity to the studios, because their relationships with the studios, right? It's a very real thing. And th these are the people that you should definitely trust. There are also scoopers out there, uh, reporters, who tend to have a lot right, more than they get wrong, right? And I never really list them out because I always feel like putting like pointing to them is kind of pointless, right? I mean, these, these people know the people with the good track records. They know the ones that I don't care for because they 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 let their bias show to an unhealthy level, okay. right? But um, like on YouTube, for instance, there's one guy that I follow, uh, Paul from a, uh, what was, I totally forgot his his name on his, pro, his account. Uh, heavy Spoilers, at Heavy Spoilers, right? He actually go, he, he says himself, he gets hundreds of, emails about scoops and leaks and stuff at all that time. And he posted all his rumors. He says, this is a thing that could be happening. And if it's wrong, it's wrong, whatever. But um, there, there are times he gets things absolutely 100% right. And most of the time it's because of an actual leak or an actual leaked image or a set photo that he uses to back his stance, right? Um, he had almost verbatim Spider-Man Homecoming spoiled about four months before it came out. Like he knew the whole plot line. He laid it all out on an account on a video and was almost like batting a thousand on this thing. Right. But then for WandaVision, he, uh, as well as myself, we both uh, assumed Mephesto was going to be a, a character because it was kept teasing it. Right. The first couple episodes, there's all these little Easter eggs that kept going back to Mephesto and not a thing at all. And even now, now he's had the, he had the genuine, the genuine nature to admit he was wrong and to poke fun at himself about it. And now he jokes like all the time, the real villain is Mephesto. He'll throw that out and just be like, yeah, I'm making fun of myself still months later because it happened. Um, I honestly, I, I love the guy. He's a fantastic guy. He's great to talk to. 
Um, very humble. Um, so he's one of the people that I always say, if you're going to follow somebody who posts leaks, I would say him because he does his homework. And there's two things that you said there. I think there's a difference between the internet scooper, and I don't even know what to put that person under, content creator probably, and a reporter whose job is to get facts and then back up, you know what I mean, and all those things. The other thing that you said I thought was interesting was that uh, set pictures have leaked and usually they leak from the people in the hometown. When they were making that Matrix movie and they were jumping off roofs in San Francisco, people that live in San Francisco took those pictures and said, "Hey, look, they're making a Matrix movie." You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't some. It wasn't a grip. It wasn't some person losing. It was that might lose their job over leaking this. It was that. Also, you have sets and things like that that have been able to keep quiet and keep a lid on it. You know. One of the things, uh, it's interesting. I will, st- I will point out every day that the, 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 the studio right now that has the best security on the planet has got to be Netflix. Oh, half the time, really? you have no idea something's even happening until they announce the trailer. Like with uh, that one Cloverfield movie they did a couple years back where they're like, guess what? Here's the trailer. And you're like, oh, new Cloverfield. And they're like, it's going to be live in three hours. And you're like, wait, what? Like, they had that whole thing such a secret that nobody knew it was coming until that Super Bowl trailer. And then finding out that it was uploaded after the Super Bowl. Like that was genius marketing. Uh, and the, the thing that comes to mind, the thing that comes to mind for me is baby Grogu. The fact that there oh, wasn't yeah, no good. Well, and maybe because, you know, there I knew that they were doing a Star Wars show, and I don't know how much of it was known that it was the Mandalorian, but like Grogu was quiet, and then he appeared in the show, and there was no toys, there wasn't merch yet. Like this clearly was something that nobody saw. And now right. cut to Soon to be season season two or three of the Mandalorian, Baby Grogu is probably one of the one of the best things they've slapped on a T-shirt in a long time. Yeah, it's like like stuff like that. I think is just phenomenal when that happens. And mind you, I'm going to kind of go over some of my own history with scooping because when we relaunched the Culture Nerd website, um, we did feel feel a tremendous pressure to post exclusives and. Um, there was definitely a lot of times where I would get information and I would be like, maybe we should leak this. Maybe we shouldn't leak this. Um, with my buddy, uh, Ryan Unicomb, he, he got wind of the Robert Pattinson casting for the Batman. And he asked me to keep it on the down low. So we, we talked about it briefly in like stories like, Hey, would you guys be cool with Pattinson as Batman? Right. Uh, and then would you guys be cool with having uh, penguin and Riddler and Catwoman all in this movie? Right. And we, we would post little things about that. And then it would like delete after 24 hours and no one ever saw it again. Right. And then um, for the, and that was actually what got us really known was that the Pattinson stuff when it that, announced. Yeah. And that Batman movie is way better than the sum of its parts. Cause when you just told me, oh, it has the Riddler, the Penguin, a Catwoman, I absolutely go, I absolutely don't want that movie. And now right? when, but now when I think about that movie, that movie was, I love that movie. I love right. the way those characters interacted with each other. That was the absolutely the Batman movie we should have got. Right. And, and and this comes back to just a maybe a misinterpretation or not quite a leak, but this is kind of how the process goes. When you hear that the the writer is envisioning characters for a certain film, right? When they say, I'm going to do this movie with these set characters. And you have these, um, when, you, when the writer is writing something, you typically imagine who is going to play these characters when you write them so that you can kind of gruff that personality into the writing. Um, 
from my understanding, Pattinson was always one of the top people that Matt Reeves wanted. And that was how he wrote the film with that. And then there was a short list that Ryan got that I talked about kind of openly a few times that for like Catwoman, he had like two or three names in mind. Vanessa Hutchinson was one of the names, right? He talked about how he wanted Penguin and he, um, Colin Farrell was nowhere near the short list. There was people like um, Seth Rogen or uh, uh, who else was the other one? Um, he was in 20, 21 Jump Street. He was a uh, 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 Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill was in that list. Uh, uh, the Gad guy. I just totally forgot his name. Uh, um, yeah, are we talking about the big, the big buff boy from uh, from Mike, the dancing Mike movie where they dance around with on um, the no, no, bike? no, um, not Channing Tatum, uh, not Channing Tatum. No, the the uh, <laughs> Channing Tatum as uh, as the, Channing Tatum. As, oh my god! Yeah. No, crazy. Um, it was a uh, Josh Gad. Yeah, is that? yeah, yeah. Josh Gad was one of the the other rumored names that came out, right? And these were all people that were like everyone was like, "Oh, this is a thing. This is real. This is that." And they all took it to bank. And then mm-hmm. when Colin Farrell finally got announced, people were like, "Huh, that's different." But now we know that Colin Farrell knocked out of the park. He's getting his own TV show, and um, I still believe that he's probably going to get like an Oscar for that makeup job because that was insane. How most people didn't even know it was him until after the movie was over, and then you saw his name in the credits. And Mike Thanks. Myers is doing the rounds right now, promoting some of his stuff. And he talks about how, um, from Martin Short, that the character really doesn't get a voice until you see it in the mirror. And mm-hmm. I just think Colin Farrell saw that guy and made a voice, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Like, you are yeah. lost in whatever that thing is. Yeah. Right. And so, like, uh, we, we had that stuff. And, I mean, yeah, we got the Pattinson part right, but everything else was dead wrong. Right? But that's a lot of people don't focus on the, the stuff that gets wrong with it. It needs to be addressed. Right. And then leading up to the Snyder cut release, um, I had said flat out Snyder cut is coming. There was meetings behind the scenes. Uh, it's getting delayed because of COVID because of production and all that. And like, everyone's like, Oh, you're full of shit. It's not coming. And I'm like, cool, whatever. And then a few months later, um, Zack Snyder announced his uh, watch party for man of steel and, and, and said that he's going to hit himself and his fans and people were like, what's going to happen. And I kept saying Snyder cuts getting announced. And then even the Sunday before that Wednesday announcement, I said the Snyder Cut is getting announced as a mini series, maybe five to six episodes. Each individual part is going to be an episode, and they're doing it this way, right? Everyone was like, "You weren't wrong about the length of the Snyder Cut. You were just wrong about the delivery of those." No, no, (laughs) that's not even the thing. So when they announced the Snyder Cut, they announced that it was going to be released as a mini series, and then four months later, they announced that no, it's not a mini series. We're going to release it as a movie now. Yeah. So. I had the announcement right. I had the details right, but then it changed, right? That happens. And then shortly after that, I had I had news that Ben Affleck was coming back for a solo series. Uh, they were talking about Ray Fisher coming back for his solo, like Henry Cavill was going to come back, things like that. Like all these things were... All the old plans of Warner Brothers. Right. Listen to all of these old Right, and all of these things came out, happen. and I, I heard them from a few different sources, right? I'm like, okay, cool. Enough people are telling me about it. It's got to be real. Um, now we know that because of the drama between WB's management and Ray Fisher that they scrapped that project. They didn't even consider it. Um, Henry Cavill is so busy with his job at uh, Netflix that he hasn't signed anything, allegedly. Yeah. And that Ben Affleck, according to Daniel RPK, one of the actual refu- like the actual reputable sources online, um, Ben was offered a project and he declined it. He said, I don't want to do it. And the rumors about his declining was not so much about uh, not wanting to be Batman anymore was that he didn't want to do it without Zach and they didn't want Zach to be involved. So that was the, the, that's kind of how that went. Right. 
But once I started getting into the podcast scene and people wanted to, to look to us uh, to talk about the rumors, the news and the scoops and the info, uh, there was a pressure to deliver uh, yeah. every other week to have some new info, some new update, some new and there's, some morsel of information for people. But there's only so much that's out there and there's only so much that's yes. in production. And also, you know. Here at the Cultured Nerd, we're talking about a very specific piece of media. Right. I'm sure if you wanted to do rumors and leaks of TLC shows, I bet we could probably get pretty close to that stuff. But that's not what the audience wants. So yeah. of the, I mean, how many major comic book movies are in production? Probably a handful at any one time. There's only so much information out there. Yeah. And like, and so as it kind of went... Um, because of the show, I would get introduced to new contacts, new sources, new people who would claim, oh, this is happening. This is happening, right? But and you were I not would, able to vet them, correct? I was never able to vet them because a lot of them came through anonymous accounts, right? Yeah. And that was kind of like my my view into the scooping world was how there's a lot of these uh, no-name people who identify themselves that, oh, I'm a, I'm a PA on the set for this movie, or I'm a, I'm a key grip over here, and then I, I want to get this info out because I like you guys, things like that, like um, not not uh not unheard of it happens but it's also extremely impossible to vet right and, and it's and it's funny that you said that i have a friend who was a pa on the new jurassic park movie i didn't even know he was working on it until another youtuber bit and shot something there and he was like oh your friend was working this event and I was like, which one? He's like, I don't remember his name. And I didn't find out until much later. So that person with the job, he didn't leak anything to me. He didn't tell yeah. me what he was doing. He wouldn't work his day job. He was working his 12 hours a day. Exactly. And that's kind of just how it works. I mean, you, the people that like who work on these projects sign NDAs that will basically promise their firstborns to the studio if they mess up. Like that's like the level of commitment Old they Testament. have to put in. God coming after yeah. your firstborn. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to come after you unless you have some sheep's blood and a good contract on your doorstep, you're going to get right. you're going to get screwed, right? And that's kind of how it works. A lot of people don't leak things. Um, I do know a friend who works in the VFX department for various studios who does share tidbits from time to time, but doesn't give me any details above just basics, right? Yeah, it's, it's and I would love to know, like, do you know what happened that when Tom Cruise was screaming at everybody on Mission Impossible, that video came out of him screaming at everyone, the audio, whoever that guy was, if they figured out who he was, that guy was fired. There's oh, no sure. way Tom Cruise is keeping that guy around. Tom Cruise is nuts. Right. And that whole situation, I mean, obviously context and you have a lot of things that go wrong. Um, just like with Christian Bale and Terminator, uh, Whichever Terminator one he was in. Yeah. Right? When he was there was yeah, that one good incident. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like blew up on a on a PA or something. And the context of it, it made sense. It was justified. But the the crime was the only thing that people saw. And that was when the, the people just went nuts against him. Oh, right? I think it hurt the release of that movie. I oh, 100%. Um, when that movie came out, I remember being like, oh, I don't want to watch Christian, Christian Bale's an asshole. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see right. the And funny enough, that's probably the one Terminator movie I probably should go see. I don't know what happens in that Terminator movie. Oh, honestly, out of all the modern day post-Terminator 2 movies, that's like the best one. Mother of like, Dragons was really weird. The one yeah. where she shows up and there's like four more Terminators that show up. That's a crazy one. Yeah, uh, honestly. There were parts of it that were great. Most of the movie did not not so great. Yeah, um, but that's just how some how things work out, I guess. I mean, you have some leaks that 
overshadow the production that kind of destroy credibility to it and some leaks that are like legitimate right like spider-man homecoming uh someone leaked that picture of uh andrew garfield and then when like oh it's fake leak they leaked an even more high def one and then he leaked Ooh. a 4k video like it just kept getting more and more and then andrew sure. kept getting asked like is this real and he's like that's not me that's that's uh deep fake and he would he had to lie through his teeth because of the contracts but um those leaks do happen well i want to i want to know about this as well because one of the things that we're talking about here and it's funny because our society has a now concept of spoilers that there is too much content in the world so i'm watching straight i i'm about i'm we're about we got like two more hours left to stranger things we've been watching it watching it watching right. it um we have a thing where people go, oh, I am going to watch that. Please don't tell me about that. I would like those things to be there. At what point are these leaks spoiling these films? Now, the Spider-Man one is very interesting because it didn't turn out, I thought it was going to be gimmicky. When I heard those things, I was like, yeah, he's going to show up in a mirror and have a conversation. Oh, no, that was the movie. The movie was all of these wonderful things coming together. At what point do these ruin movies? At what point, like, it's one thing knowing the puzzle pieces, like, oh, Robert Pattinson's going to play Batman. Colin Farrell's going to, oh, that's so weird. I wonder how those toys are going to play. But it's another thing if we're talking about the end of a movie. Or the film, I still want to see the movie for the execution of the movie, but there is something to be said about seeing a movie blind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I I will go out of my way to avoid certain topics if I want to see something bad enough, right? Right. Like, you know, since you've known me since we were like five, uh, you know that Top Gun was like my movie of my like childhood, right? I, I watched it, that thing religiously. It, it was, was like, the agreed upon movie between Taylor and his siblings because Taylor's siblings do not have the same level of interest in geekdom. This movie hit like all these different boxes of your family. So it was just an easy movie to have on in the background. Right, and we watched it all the time. And it was like, when I was a kid, from like ages like four to like kindergarten, I watched it every single day. Like, it was like my movie, right? So when I heard that number two, the second one was coming out, right? I was like, okay, it's got a colossal expectation to me because this is my movie. I know this movie by heart. I know this movie like more than I know most other movies. Um, They mess it up. I'm never going to forgive anyone, right? And I would avoid leaks. Like, I would hear leaks like, oh, this is going to happen. The movie's going to be about drone warfare. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not real. That's not a thing. And then turns out the movie starts, and that's like two minutes of the movie. Like, just like a, a comment, like, pilots are going away because drones are replacing them. And the whole movie is about the need of pilots. But that's really the point of the movie. Like, the drone aspect was uh, a throwaway plot, line. You mean the plot of the Macross movies as well? Isn't that a yeah. movie we've already seen, Taylor? Wasn't yeah. there a whole right. movie where the two jets were going at it? The guy had right. powers? Right. Um, but so as the movie comes out, I, I go into it blind and like my anxiety is at all time high because I felt the anxiety of the film. Like when something oh, bad yeah. happened, I'm like, is this character going to die? Oh my God. Like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? And like, I, I will say flat out, like uh, Top Gun Maverick was probably the perfect sequel. It exceeded the first one in every single way. It's like the Godfather 2 of the Top Gun equivalent, right? Like it's just, it's perfect. And everyone I've talked to agrees that it's perfect. Um, and it wasn't, it, it did do a lot of great to show what was good about it. Did a lot of like homage to the past, but it did its own thing and it was fantastic. But the point is sometimes like you have scoopers that were trying to talk about these things, talk about these details. And there were so many things wrong about the scoopers that about this movie that, Oh, John Hamm is going to be playing Merlin. 
a character that was in the first movie. He's a recast. That's not who he played. Uh, Ed Harris is going to be playing uh, Chester, uh, the, the guy from this movie. That's not who we played, right? You had all of these leaks about this movie and who these characters were, and it was none of it was accurate. And think about those names that you threw out there. John Hamm does not want to put on the shoes of some actor, actor from the 80s. Yeah. John Hamm will be his own man, thank you very much. And if you want to establish him in this world, he will be his own thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like... But aside from that, like with with scooping in general, like you have, you have certain outlets that will throw just everything to the wall all the time, constantly, and it just floods my DMs. Like on a daily basis, we have, um, I get asked like, "Oh, this outlet is saying the Snyderverse has been restored." I'm like, "Okay, so who are they saying it's from?" And they would like say it out. I'm like, "I don't trust that one. Wait, wait a little bit." Um, uh, this guy's That's asking, so- guy, would would you comment? on the recent Ben Affleck rumor being widely shared by scoopers. What is the recent Ben Affleck rumor? Tell us the recent, listen, let's debunk yeah. this in real time. What's the yeah, Ben so Affleck I would love rumor? to know what the, the most recent rumor is because um, the reality is, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that are saying that Ben Affleck is coming back uh, to a post-Flash sequel um, about, that's going to be an adaptation of the Crisis on Infinite Earths movie. And they've, 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 they've changed the Flash movie. Taylor has told me they changed the Flash movie three or four times. I don't think they have any idea of what they want to do with Ben Affleck Batman. Right. I mean, Ben may be open and and wanting to come back for more. Maybe his, his stance finally changed and he's willing to come back for more, but that doesn't mean he's committed to anything yet. And Warner Brothers Discovery... Uh, we now know are cutting costs. They're changing house. They're, they're cleaning house. They're doing a bunch of new things. And they are, um, at this point, if it's not nailed to the ground, it may not be happening. Has there, from that thing, is there any things that have been canceled outright? Is there anything we can just say, oh, D- Discovery said this isn't happening now? Has anything big like that come out? Yeah, there's actually been. So um, there was this one rumor from the hashtag show that they said the Wonder Twins movie was being canceled, right? And Turns out, I think last week or the week out, or the week before, somewhere around the the upfronts, they announced flat out it was happening. It was being canceled because of budgetary reasons. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery has decided that um, for HBO Max original movies, they're not going to exceed thirty five million dollars because they're going to put their wow. big budget movies into theaters. Yeah, and thirty five however thirty five million dollars is a good. It, it's it's it, like that's a Kevin Smith comedy movie. That's what yeah. he made. All of his big movies are about thirty million dollars. So yeah. with CG going down in price, that's good. But I mean, there's a level of a, there's a difference between a thirty million dollar movie and what was Top Gun Maverick's budget? Uh, Probably, close to like two hundred. They paid Probably. eleven thousand dollars an hour to rent jets from the military it's good i mean yeah i mean that's what a 200 million dollar movie is right and and so like that came out that that suit and then uh, like soon as the announcement came that warner brothers discovery was cutting down costs everyone was like oh my god they're they're canceling everything snyderverse is never going to get restored everything is all is all crap it's it's, everything's ruined and scoopers latch at that right nothing's happening but the truth is they're cutting their costs for movies they're increasing their budget for tv shows and they're increasing their budget for theatrical movies and a lot of the movies that they were being made uh for hbo max that should be in theaters are being shifted to theaters like uh batgirl is getting in the theaters now because that movie was like i think it was like 80 million to make that thing 
Wow. Uh, the new Blue Beetle movie that they're filming right now. That's going to go to theaters. I right? just saw images of his suit. His suit so perfect. Right. Yeah. His suit. Now, was that a leak? What is that? What is what is that? That was. That was, uh, and so those situations, I think a lot of people need to understand that there's a difference between a leak, like the Andrew Garfield picture, and set and images and an images open from the set. set image that is like when they film something outside, they do it so that people will see it and then they can generate viral hype. That's a real thing that studios have been doing lately, and that's fine. That's so funny because I, I feel like that is a product of, um, of Nolan's second Batman movie when you heard rumblings and there was pictures of them blowing up stuff in Detroit and blowing up stuff in Chicago that we saw those images early on. And now it's like, oh yeah, you want to get buzzed for your movie? Go shoot at the park across the street. Let some people see what you're doing. Right. And then you have some people, um, you have uh, Matt Reeves, for instance, knew that this was a thing. So he went out of his way to film outdoors fake scenes so people wouldn't know what's going on. Right, like that is next level, Taylor. That is that amazing is, to me. That is three um, D chess with the nerds. Like, for instance, for uh, here's the big one: Barry Cogan, who plays the Joker. Right? Yeah. He, uh, I had from a few people told that he was playing the Joker in a quick five minute scene, and that it was going to probably be cut from the film because it was uh, kind of deterrent to the plot. Right? And I'm like, okay, cool. So Barry's out of the movie. And then um, set photos came out of Barry in a cop uniform and people were like, oh, he must be Gordon's partner. And they leaked the name of the character, which was Gordon's partner from the comics. So people immediately disregarded that he could have been the Joker. Right. But then his that's... brother let slip on Twitter that his, oh, he was playing the Joker. See, but that's that's right? where a leak would come from. Your dumb right. little brother, because he wants to get retweets on Twitter. It was right. like, yo, you're going to be blown away by this one. Like, so, like I said, uh, after I got out of the scooping business, I still get info. I just, I just sit on it now. I just let it go. Um, yeah. Like ahead of time, I've got tweets. I got messages like all throughout my DMs about like, oh, the movie was going to end with uh, Riddler getting caught and flooding the city. And Batman's going to like have to deal with a flooded Gotham for part two. And I'm like, that sounds insane. And then I didn't really hold anything of it until the preview happened and you see the flooding occur. And I'm like, oh no, that's real. Yeah. But <laughs> and like, but but it took that long for that to be real as well. And that yeah. is a direction that they've never done with, uh, with any of the Batman movies. And you, you realize you jack your movie budget up by probably $50 million when you now need a water team. Like there's a reason why, I mean, think of all the water movies. They either are huge successes or huge flops. Right. But like, like I said, when it comes to scooping in general, you have a lot of people who will just throw shit at the wall or they'll hear yeah. what fans are asking for, hear what trending is asking for, and they will just say it. Like, oh, so the ending of the Flash movie is going to lead into a crisis event or the ending of the Flash movie is going to tease at a nightmare timeline movie or the ending of this or the biggest ones that I got was a few weeks ago, right before the upfronts. There was two outlets in particular that were just fighting tooth and nail. The air cut is going to be announced on Wednesday. Uh, Zack Snyder is going to be announced as coming back on Wednesday. They they would just throw all of this to the, the wall as hard as they could, generated so much hype that when the upfronts came out and nothing happened at the upfronts, the internet was pissed at right. that. And they had no reason, and they had no reason to be. They never they yeah. no they the venue had no expectations of those things. That was something you put on them to do. Exactly. And that's I think what people need to understand about the peril of just following scoopers blindly is that. These people are human. Sometimes they get bad info, which is true. 
of giving them the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes they just get bad info or sometimes they know that they have an audience that needs to hear something for them to get clicks and make money. And sometimes that's what it takes to, to bend the truth or to say the, the big signifiers are exclusive info. We've heard it that they're close to doing this or this could be happening. Like unless they say it as a definite, there's a nine time out of 10 chance that it's not a real thing that's made up hogwash. What do you think a, a better thing to happen is if in these tweets you put opinion colon uh this is going to happen or speculation that they just say that these things so that because guess what even if you put even if you were to say opinion uh top gun three will be the highest selling movie of all time once it's made right that's not based on anything that's not a thing anyone's saying right but if you were to do that um you are you're removing the fact that it was rumored. This is just you thinking out loud. Even if you said that, people would still say that Top Gun 3 has been approved. Even if you were, I think, I think, I don't know if people have the ability. I think the way we consume information might not be good enough. People don't read articles. Yeah. They're just going to read the tweet. So if your tweet headline says confirmed, leaked, real information, most people are going to, that's what all the bait emails say. Mm -hmm. Right. And and exactly. That's the bait emails. That's like the uh, the scam emails of the, my uncle works in a gold mine and he needs you to wire me some money. Like, that's exactly how that works. And sad, it, the shitty part is, it works. It still works. Uh, my wife's grandpa was had to buy Best Buy gift cards until his son-in-law who works for Best Buy had to convince him, hey, these, 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 this isn't real. No Best Buy employee is calling you. You don't pay us with gift cards. And he was like, I don't know. He called me on the phone. So I was like, yeah, it happens. Yeah, like, but that's the reality. And um, I think, like, people need to stop blindly following people that are going after, to take advantage of their hopes. How do right? we, okay, so then how do we, what, what, what tools do we give people to empower them? Like, would you say unfollow them? If you, if you feel that if someone's not doing their due diligence, do we just stop following them? Like, how do we? I have, I personally okay. have, I, I, I believe that if someone is um, trying to gain my confidence in them by telling me what I want to hear, that they're no different than the average con man. And okay. the con man will do exactly that to get your money. And that's what a lot of these scoopers will do. They will say exactly what you want to hear, but they'll use those little signifiers that sources close to the project have confirmed that this may be happening. Or I we understand that this is in talks or this is in the progress. But the throw reality up, is throw up that spoiler thing again. Let's talk about let's talk about Doctor Strange for a second. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about the doctor. Let's talk about the Doctor Strange scene. I feel like the what uh uh the Kaczynski, right? Uh what's his name? Uh, John Gazinski. Yeah, I felt like that was not a confirmation of him doing in the future. I felt like that was them just burning the suggestion. I felt yeah. like that was like, great, you want it? Here you go. That's all you're going to get with That was a fan service and a one-off because everything that I've heard from behind the scenes is that he did that as a favor and as an appeasement to the fans, but he cannot commit to a franchise and he will not commit to a franchise because he's already committed to making a bunch of Quiet uh, Things movies. Uh, so many Earth Quiet Place movies. It's the last yeah. Quiet Place movie felt like a Twilight Zone episode. They're going to make those movies. They're going to make so many They're of those They're about to movies. film a prequel, and then they're going to also film another sequel. 
And there's apparently a side story TV show. There's there's so much happening. Their their timeline is so small. They only have little windows to like make these things. So yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. He's not committing to something that they're trying to make like tomorrow. So that's not a thing. Right. But unlike the Professor Xavier, which everyone else thought was like, oh, they set those chairs up and then they would have, you know, whichever people they could get for the cameos would come in there where it was like, oh, no. X-Men 97, the cartoon was probably in production, right? It's probably, how long have they been working on that cartoon? It's probably been a year and a half to two years now. Yeah. They've already got key animation done. They've got plots and scripts accepted. Like, But I think that's what people need to understand is that the process of making movies is not as, as like quick as they think, right? When Zack Snyder got... Like Zack Snyder's Justice League, for instance, the storyboards for the Justice League pitch that we all now know that we just got leaked like a year and a half ago, those storyboards were like 2015, right? He had that story pitched before and approved before he even started filming Batman versus Superman. Like, that's how people need to understand that when a leak comes out saying, oh, this is happening, and it's like, it's happening, and they fil- they finished filming, and now I'm saying this is happening, like, but they already finished filming. They've already done most of the work in post. That's not possible, right? Mm-hmm. Like when people are now saying, oh, Ezra Miller is going to get recast. They're going to reshoot all of his stuff. Warner Brothers has no desire to do anything to their actors until a judge verdict has been made. If Amber Heard gets Every, uh, announced. E- everything is spin. Everything can be everything spun. Is spin. If yeah. Amber, if if this Amber Heard thing turns into like a no context thing, or like right, they're like, there's not enough information. We don't know what to do. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Johnny Depp's gonna win that one. But if that's what happens, they will spin her and keep her in that universe. Only yeah. if it's gonna hurt box office sales, DVDs, streaming service subscriptions. Those are the type of things that are gonna change right. things. Exactly, and the, same with like Ezra Miller. Like, yeah, there's a, a wide populace that people think that he's like some like crazy beating person, right? Kevin but, Spacey was in House of Cards up until the verdict that he was guilty, and then they had to cut him out and do everything. He filmed a lot of that season already. So, yeah, yeah I mean... It's, until what, what they are pronounced you? guilty, they don't care what public opinion is unless it deter, like deters the actual project. Okay. And right now, we understand that Ezra Miller was arrested but released almost instantly on every situation. That video... That video from Hawaii where it shows him on the TV and then him outside smoking. Yeah. That's an amazing video. That's because the best that right there shows seen. how insane people are with this stuff. Because Ezra was the news report, Ezra Miller's been arrested. He's un, he's being held uh at the police station. And while they were publishing that news story, he had already been released and was at a party. Like the reality is that sometimes information so into that conversation with those ladies he's he's got so much going on also am i and i don't i just want to i i didn't ask you beforehand am i misgendering ezra miller does ezra miller still use he and him as his pronouns or should Um, ezra miller is a they them okay Um, i apologize i apologize to you ezra miller i didn't know i'm finding out right now great them outside talking to those two ladies is amazing because it shows the actual reality also these are these are people with lots of money. Right. All of these other issues go away very quickly with money. Okay, so right, exactly. And like, I got a few comments here. I'm going to bring up real fast. Like this one. Yeah. Uh, what about the Tom Cruise Iron Man variant that was so widely anticipated and reported during pre-release? Everybody talked about this. Everyone Everybody was telling about me it. about this. Why were but they telling want, me about this? The truth of the situation was that 
they had had it in concept art that they wanted Tom to do this. Then COVID happened and Tom couldn't get away from his projects because his projects uh, with COVID protocols, you cannot enter a new production or leave a production without what, three weeks of COVID quarantine before you and do you understand anything? that he screamed at this crew of Mission Impossible for not wearing their masks? Like right. he was not going to go to another production. Right. So the reality is maybe even in a pre-COVID world, he would have done it. But given the quarantine protocols and the set protocols, it never it never made it past the initial pitch, right? And we now know that Craig uh, Daniel Craig was offered a position as well. Same, literal same thing. He didn't want to lose a month away from his family because of the COVID quarantine protocols to film a ten minute scene. A month, a month away, four full weeks. Half of that here, and probably the other half there is just quarantining yourself so that you can go back and get to that place, right? right. Not even doing any work. Right. So you turn a, a job that's for three days into a job that turns in a month and a half. Yep. And that's why a lot of the, and, and then now, even with the Daniel Craig stuff, people are like, holy crap, he was going to play Mr. Fantastic. No, no, he wasn't. That's speculation. That's not a leak. That's not a confirmation. That's speculation. I've heard from people that worked on that film that he was actually, uh, they made a costume that he was going to be playing Balder, the son of Odin. He was going to be playing like a variant of Thor, but uh, coincidentally, uh, Balder is Thor's older brother, so they were going to change it up a bit. But then you—that's the reality of it. I mean, you have all these scoopers saying what they have, all this stuff. Not true. Simple as that, because of logistics well, and logic. Yeah, yeah, right? and I, but I also think that the other part of this as well is like, especially with these comic book movies. There's 70 years of comic books at this point of these storylines and stuff like that. If anybody, if you're a real reader of these things, you're going to have an idea of these storylines that they're going to go through. There's very few original ideas that with a character are only brought to film. Um, they usually have traces of some, you know, breadcrumbs along the way. Mm -hmm. So that's much different. You know, you being wrong or what's his name being wrong about Mephisto in WandaVision Great. That's good. That means you were doing homework and were kind of there, but you were still in the same universe. That's a very different thing to me than saying uh, Daniel Craig is going to be the Vision. The Vision is going to be recast or something like that. Right. Something that's because his name showed up on a spreadsheet somewhere. Exactly. Like You're now he, plugging it into different things. Exactly. And I think that's one thing that needs to – oh, and then this comment. Uh, but James Gunn was fired for old tweets. Yeah. Um, that's because James Gunn was fired by Disney, which is the most PR-ridden and reactionary studio that they've ever been, ever. And they, it, it it only bit them in the ass because the main cast all threatened to quit, and they had to, on, on bended knee, go back to him. He will finish his trilogy, and now is making banger DC movies because you're only going to get, like... Here's a here's a leak, everybody. Uh, that last Suicide Squad movie's good. They should give James Gunn another. I'm leaking the information to you, right? Right. Like, the, but rather, the true leak of the the information is that James Gunn is getting his Amanda Waller show. That's going to be setting up Checkmate, which is going to be the villain for the third movie. Also, I found out. You know uh, the girl who plays Hardcore, Hardcore. Yeah. Uh, he's dating her in real life. Oh, if he married her, didn't he? I believe he did. Uh, yeah. He's going to put his wife in every piece of these movies. He's going to make like five of yeah. these because the whole family's making money off these movies. Yeah, and she's in Gardens Galaxy 3 from my understanding too. Like, <laughs> Of just, course she is! Because that's how a lot of these actor, these directors are. Is it's um, You can speculate very easily who they're going to use, right? Yeah. 
but also at the same time, it's like, it's almost common sense. You can ask anybody in the industry, like, Hey, uh, like for instance, one of my early exclusives was, uh, when Matt Reeves was announced as, um, uh, the, uh, the director for Batman, I was told, uh, um, Giacchino was going to be his composer. Like Matt, uh, basically said, I'm going to, if I'm doing this, I'm bringing my guy. And then I put that out there like, Hey, uh, exclusive Giacchino is going to be scoring the Batman franchise because, um, one logic and two that's a conditionary part of his contract and uh people are like oh that's that's just you guessing i'm like it could be but it's going to be right and it turned out to be right right but the reality is like there's a lot of things like that where people can make scoops out of nothing just using basic logic of how these people are like oh Chris nolan's going to make a new movie 10 bucks says killing murphy's going to be in it yeah right it's like yeah right because yeah. that's how these people are it's like directors are kind of nepotistic at, at times like they they will they will use who they're comfortable with they will, like Zack Snyder will always use Larry Fong Zack Snyder will always have Gerard Butler in some capacity in something because he loves the guy like you're going to have these things where it just constantly keeps re- reoccurring because these directors love who they're comfortable with yeah but some of those relationships like I love Ridley Scott's relationship with Michael Fassbender like oh, even yeah. cuz those alien those last the the alien movies the alien parts are always the most disappointing parts but all the stuff about future AI and robots talking to robots that stuff's all fantastic right and like the, and right now there's actually a conversation going on in the comments about people uh, one person saying there's a lot of fake scoopers dominating the Snyderverse uh which is outright lies and this person lists off a bunch of these things I'm not going to bring it up on the, the screen, but the reality is uh, there are a lot of the, the people that will uh, – they sometimes can take real news and then spin it any way they want to get clicks, to get sure. money, to get – and that's that's the people I say to avoid. Even if they're right, 10% of the time, avoid them 100% of the time because yeah. 90% of the time, they'll be preying on your hopes and your, 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 your desires for these projects, and they will berate you with scoops that have nothing to do with any – grasp of reality uh what do you think not the way out of this because unfortunately uh, unless fundamental changes are brought to twitter and clickbaity things and the way that those algorithms work this isn't going to necessarily go away no it's going to get worse how do we have a room for for us fans to speculate of the things that we want and not shroud it in the form of a leak or a spoiler. How do we? How do you have those two things? How do we start that conversation of like, hey, what would you like to see in this thing? That's always been the tricky part is because a lot of people will uh, throw out a theory and then someone else will take that theory and show it out as an exclusive of what's going to happen. And there's no way to really hold anyone accountable anymore because you have like people deleting tweets. You have people like using fake screen names. There's no... There's no more anonymity. Um, I mean, there's it's all anonymity now. Right. Um, I know uh, my buddy Ryan was always saying that the best thing that could ever happen to social media is if everyone is verified and no one can use anonymity anymore. You're right. You take away that veil. That's the only way to stop it. Yeah. And it kind of, but that in that same sense, it takes away privacy because the only way you can use these things is if you scan your ID and you prove that you're you and there's no catfishing anymore because it's all verified right and that makes it really hard because that's impossible um mm. without like treading deep into the the territory of like destroying uh privacy um but no i think what i always say was that there's there's outlets if it sounds too good to be true it typically is yeah because a lot of these projects a lot of these things 
Um, these outlets will act like a studio is reactionary and will follow whatever the whim of a small minority of fans want. Do I want the Snyderverse to be restored? A thousand percent. Have I heard any rumors? A hundred percent I have. Do I believe anything's happening tomorrow? Not a bit. Because Logic will say Zack Snyder is filming a two-part movie for Netflix right now. And he's going to be busy for the remainder of this year. And then, aside from that, he's also moonlighting on working on an animated series and a sequel to another project for them, as well as producing side spinoffs for those other projects. If Zack is going to come back to come for Zack Snyder's Just League Part 2 or whatever, it's not going to be for another couple of years. And that conversation hasn't even happened yet because it can't. And, 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 and mind you, that's just the creative force and the person that drives that ship. All of those actors in that movie, it's not like Gal Gadot is going to stop doing movies because there's might be a movie two years from now. Nope. She is going to actively there. Most likely there's going to be a Wonder Woman three. I don't know if it's been greenlit or not yet. Okay, great. There will be a Wonder Woman three at some point where she goes after that. I don't know. But right. she's going to make more movies. She's going to get to other things. And if she gets another successful franchise somewhere else, she will go to that world. Right. And and then we all we all know the leaks about, like, the genuine leaks about the Flash movie kind of resetting everything. Yeah. And then we have, um, I mean, obviously, aside from that, we have, like, Jason Momoa, who's contracted for Aquaman 2. It's happening next year. And they're doing some retooling of that movie. But um, then you have... Back, wait, Aquaman 2 or Aquaman 3? Aquaman two, like it's not, it's coming out next next year. Okay, and they're gonna and they're doing reshoots on that. They're not doing reshoots. I think they're cutting out some stuff because of like logistical issues that the movie was meant to come out after Flash. So they had some tie-ins to that movie, but okay, got they it. have to like swap some stuff around. Okay, but um, then you have like the Flash movie and everything in question. There you have like Zack Snyder is as loyal to his crew and his his family of actors than he that they are to him. So. He won't come back unless every single one of them will come back with them. And if they all won't come back, then he won't do it. Or if they're so you have to like look what at what you just said. If they're all in production, everyone's they're working. Everyone's right now. busy. It's not happening. Yeah. If yeah. Ben doesn't come back, Zach doesn't come back. Zach doesn't yeah. come back. Ben doesn't come back. But if Ben comes back and Zach comes back, they won't come back unless Henry comes back. Like it's it's a glass. You just house. wrote you just wrote a children's story right now between Ben yeah. and Zach. If someone wants to clip that, that's a fabulous story. That should be on it. <laughs> But the reality is that that's kind of that's the truth of it all. Like anyone who's saying the Snyderverse is getting announced or restored, and don't have anything to back it up, that's the reality. It's okay. not happening. So I want it to happen, and if I hear any legitimately, like I've, I've heard that they've had some conversations with what it would be possible, and yeah, there was a big list of what it would need to make it possible. But the reality is like. Anyone who's saying that this is happening or getting announced next week, they're telling you what they want so they can get 20,000 views and get some money off of that. Um, same and thing with weird. like the air cut. Yeah, and it's weird the things that people put energy into because like they've been working on these Avatar movies now for a, a decade. I mean, how long have they been working on these years. movies? Why isn't there more leaks and spoilers from that world? What You know what I mean? Why is James, James Cameron, Cameron got better, runs got a better NDAs? Yeah, you think yeah. so? Um. I mean, the fact that James Cameron has like four more Avatar movies that are being filmed simultaneously and they're coming out in the next few years, and we don't I, even know the names of I, them. I heard, I heard there's five Avatar movies, and I was yeah. told that a very long time ago. Oh yeah, five movies. movies. One already came out in 2008. The other four are coming out in the next few years. Yeah, but that even if 
two doesn't do well, the other ones are still coming. He's good because at he doing made that. enough money off the first one to justify five movies. That really, is that you think that's what it is? You think he made all the money he made off that movie? He just was like, oh, we'll just keep this going. Hundred percent, because he he wrote, directed, produced, and basically it's like he did like a George Lucas, where he made these movies on his own. So ninety nine percent of the profits went to him, so he can make whatever he wants as long as he's willing to finance it. Yo, I wonder how much Disney had to pay him to get him, because I know it was a part of Fox, but they had to approach him individually, and they were doing they had that Avatar, they have the Avatar simulator down in Florida, whatever that ride is, that that, that was before Disney bought Fox. So obviously yeah. those wheels were greased before any of that stuff happened. I'm pretty sure the conversation was, will you let us distribute your movie? And he says, I will let you do whatever you want as long as you give me carte blanche. Like he probably was like, don't get in my way. I'm not changing a thing. Yeah. But we'll do this. Mm. Um, so they probably were like, fine, we can put you under 20th Century Studios and we can leave you alone. And that was probably the agreement. It was just, don't get it in my way. It looks so weird that it's still the old logo without... It just feels like it's like someone edited it, like someone did like a real quick editing right? paste job. It just always, every time I see it, I'm like, ooh. But I guess back to the, the point is that scoopers are essentially modern day con men. A majority of them are. A majority of them are. Uh, there is still a, a good population that are just absolutely fantastic at what they do. And they admit when they're wrong and they're wonderful for it. And I talk to them about it and we talk behind the scenes and a lot of them are really great people. But that's um, different than a snake oil salesman. Right. Because yeah. you'll have some people who will fight. And you have to look at it this way. Uh, a lot of scoopers who are the ones that are wrong get defensive when they get called on. Like, if they don't care, if their reputation will survive whatever they do, right? If they say, this is happening, and they're like, you're a liar. If they don't fight you on it, it's because they're confident in it. Um, most people will fight you online saying, no, no, you're wrong because this is comes from real school. If they attack you or if they attack anyone who tries to debunk them nine times out of 10, it's because they're not, there's no real basis of that scoop and they don't want to be found out. They haven't rode the lightning enough off of that scoop. So I, and, if, yeah, and it's hard to No, but, but I think that's the right way to say it. You know, if, if someone, if someone says something and it turns out to be wrong, I want to know. I want to know if I'm wrong about something. I, why would I want to believe something that is incorrect or fake? So it's much different thing to go, hey, my bad, I messed up on this thing, or then to ruin people's careers because then you're a Lance Armstrong. Right. And, 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 and the weird thing about Lance Armstrong is he went so hard and got all these people kicked out of the sport. Everybody else was doing it as well. They had to go to the 18th person to find the next guy who wasn't doping. So right. I... I, I I don't want people's careers to get ruined or their club to get ruined because someone is backing up a lie. Yeah. But I mean, I think that kind of like, that's kind of the sum of it, right? I mean, when it comes to internet scoopers, there is, you have to take almost everything anyone says that's not from a major outlet with a truckload of salt. Even what I'm saying right now, everything that I said before about what could be happening in the future, don't take my word for it. If I'm wrong, I'll be wrong. Simple as that. But um, the reality is that things like the Snyderverse getting restored, things like the air cut happening, things like what is Ben Air Affleck up to, coming back. What is, what, is he, what is that director doing right now? Um, honestly, when it comes to the air cut, there is a strong likelihood it will happen. 
just because the movie's finished and it just needs VFX work to be done. So it it does fall underneath the umbrella of how much it would cost based on Warner Brothers' uh, new mandate of films. And they, they could 100% for, make it happen. Can they do it under $35 million? 100%. Probably could do it for like 10 or 15. It's not much. 15. He already had the score... He already had the score done. He had everything done. The editing was done. It just needed VFX work. And it's what? less work to finish that movie than it was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, and they and they anteed up for that one as well. But because I also right. feel like that was see, I don't know. Zack Snyder's movie was an amazing, weird thing that happened during COVID. Like all of a sudden, this epic film came out of nowhere because it was built on the pieces of this other thing. That this was actually what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like productions are coming back. I feel like they want more new stuff. Right. And I've had a few people talk to David Ayer behind the scenes, and he said flat out that if the movie doesn't happen, or if he feels like it's not going to happen, he's going to just share behind the scenes stuff with people. Right? Right. Yeah. The fact that it hasn't, hasn't happened yet. Which hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's that very leads true. me to believe that it will happen eventually, or at least he still has faith that it will happen. So, but on that note, there's still no definite truth. Okay. Of what's going to happen. Great. Um, no decision has been made. They Have they had conversations? They might have. But you, like, again, I said before on other podcasts, uh, David Zaslav and everyone who's taken over Discovery, the job isn't even done building their infrastructure. They're still looking for someone to run DC as a studio. Like, they're still looking for people to fill the new seats. Until this company is finished with its infrastructure, these decisions probably aren't going to get made. Right. And I think that's a good place to put it. I think until I think that's a great way, because I don't even think I think people are leaking or spoiling content that hasn't even been approved yet. That there's exactly. not even that they are literally ghost projects. I right. Mean, and mind you, uh, exactly that point, um, when it came to the Ben Affleck project that I got known for, for a lot of people, um, I had one contact who told me it was happening. And then I got introduced to one later on that said all these things were happening with it. But all of that turned out to be nonsense. That second contact was nonsense, but under the pressure of delivering, I put that info out there before truly vetting it all, right? Don't give but it peer that, pressure. That's a good lesson. Yep. And then, but uh, when I spoke, when I announced that info about Ben coming back for the project and then approaching him, I had this wonderful talk with that scooper, Daniel RPK. He DM'd me and kind of talked to me about it and said, hey, um, not saying it's not true, but it's not done it's not a done deal yet and exactly like that it's a it was a conceptual project that was pitched but it, it didn't really go past that point because ben didn't agree to it right so the information up until the announcement that stuff was real everything at that point was nonsense but you get these people these these leakers who will tell scoopers that hey this conversation is happening and if this conversation happens this 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 this, this will happen and they will say all of that even if it's nowhere the pen isn't even signing the paper yet. Right. And there's a difference between reporting on a, an actual event happening and then speculating on that event like that stuff is going to happen because right. things get changed all the time, right. all the time. And the final product speaks for a lot of it. You know, this last Matrix movie could have been a, a whole new set of movies. It's not going anywhere. It no. wasn't meant to be. Yeah. The studio wanted to make us make us believe it was, but that movie was always meant to be an epilogue. Yep. And but it is barely an epilogue. It was. And I enjoyed the movie because it was an epilogue, because I went into it saying that this is just to wrap up a loose end that fans wanted. They wanted some closure, and this is the closure. And that's why I liked it, because I wasn't expecting anything more from it. 
Um, and like most epilogues, you don't need to read the epilogue to appreciate the story. It's just like icing on a cake. Right. So, but the reality is you have scoopers that were trying to say that they're starting a new franchise. They're starting a new this, the new that, new this and that. And then when he even came to the red carpet, the director was like, this is a one and done. And like debunking people right then and there. And then you have situations where some scoopers get into arguments with the writers or the directors of those films because they're so sticking to their guns that there's no there's no convincing them otherwise. Mm-hmm. When the director calls you out on Twitter and says, you're wrong because of this reason, and you say, nope, you're just lying to everyone because of your NDA, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a level of arrogance to you that you have no idea yeah. how to deal with. Oof. All right. Well, I think that's a good, I think that's a good bookmark place. I think that you... I think this is an issue. I think all we can do is be honest and shed a light and, and and promote the people and ideas that we like and that we feel that are genuine. And yeah. if things get brought to light that aren't true, let let those things go. Because at yeah. the end of the day, it's I don't know. I I think this is a very interesting thing. I think that there is other psychopathies that are tied into this for wanting the clout that you get online for being this thing that can get these information. But I feel like that is a – it's a snake biting its own tail because after a certain point, you know what I mean? You're throwing people under the bus because you feel like you have to perform. And that's not good right. for anybody. It's not good for anybody. And it's not good – it's just not good business. And yeah, in the, the vein of trying to preach only the truth and with transparency, like that's why I got out of scooping is because yeah. um, I had a few things that were told to me that turned out to be 100% right. I had a few things that were wrong and I owned up to those at the time and people still didn't let me live them down. And I was like, you know what? If I want to be a genuine person and I want to do exactly how I want to do this, I can't, I can't be like this dancing monkey who answers all these questions all the time. Like, Oh, is this a real scoop? I'm like, I have no idea. If you have no idea, then you're not credible. I'm like, then I'm not going to scoop anymore because if you're asking me if I've heard something and I say no. Right. Right. Well, I'm glad that we're out of the scooping game. I yeah. like to scoop ice cream, and that's more than enough. Because <laughs> I feel like this isn't. I feel like this is a, a a weird thing, especially when we're talking about people's jobs and ideas, and let the creative people be creative. And you know, you can be judgeful or not like something. That's fine, but we don't need to speculate on what these things are going to be with no information. <laughs> right, and I like, like I said, uh, when it comes to scoopers, the best way to to treat anything is to. Take everything with a grain of salt. And unless it's coming from Deadline, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, Vanity Fair, unless it's coming from a major outlet where they won't share something without their reputation being on the line, then don't believe it. Don't take it to the bank. Hold on to it. I hear you. I hear you. But on that note, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, Thank you all for joining us today. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to keep us not having to answer to the man, it can give you our real life, genuine opinions not given to you by a corporation. Go over to that Patreon.com/slash The Cultured Nerd. Taylor, show them the patrons that are here right now. Show them all the wonderful people that are in there. Look at all those wonderful people. Thank you. We got ten supporters, and they're fantastic, and they help us uh, do what we do. And if you want to get in on that and help us, uh, there's uh, tiers, there's benefits. and I like to be as transparent as I can with every one of these people. If they ask me a question about what's coming up, I will answer it right then and there. So um, the level of transparency you'll get with me is pretty adhering to the people that are helping us do what we do. And it's not like I owe them anything, but I'm grateful that they're willing to support us. So I I, I answer out of just sheer respect. So um, definitely go into the Patreon if you want to support what we do and want to get in and help us out. Definitely do it. But thank you all again. 
for joining us. Uh, we'll be doing another one of these shortly, and uh, we'll we definitely have, have some more. And we have to do the more. Patreon content. We just we we will also have a we'll also have an exclusive for you Patreon people very soon. Yeah, and it's uh, that's the uh, the TCN After Dark podcast. It's exclusively to them. Uh, the last one that we did was a a one and done for everyone. But going forward, all of those uh, vulgar podcasts where we talk about dirty <laughs> things will hundred percent be to the Patreon supporters. And if they like what we do, then cool. If they don't like what we do, then that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take it home, Taylor. We'll see all, all you right. kitties next time. And thank you again for coming on and listen to us and to our ramblings. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye.